Welcome, friends, listeners, and people catching us for the first time to the Oh Those Toes podcast, the only podcast in the world that you're listening to right at this exact moment. With you, as always, on Top Toes. <laughs> and I am your other host, Any. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Oh Those Toes podcast. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. This. I hope this is the only uh, podcast that they're listening to. Listening to right at this precise moment. Um, I mean, there might be crazy pen people to listen like to two at once. It'd be weird. I think I'd have I mean, difficulty trying to do that. It would make I my mean, brain I watch hurt. TV sometimes. Like there's a TV show on, and I might have a, a show on, but I'm not. I you know I'm not paying attention to to either one completely so um i hope you're not doing that i do hope that your hands are busy though like my favorite thing to do is um housework while listening to the to podcasts because it goes by really really quickly it's like Mm. folding folding clothes washing dishes you know i'm much more a listen while i drive person so i guess in that regard my hands are still busy you know steering wheel gear shift things of that nature What I can't do is kind of just lay there and listen or just sit there and listen without doing something. Yeah. I mean, I guess there are some people that listen while masturbating um, and that's doing something. We've uh, we've encouraged that on regular occasions. <laughs> I don't encourage, uh, you know, knowing about it in grave detail, though, so. No, that's the one kind of feedback that we're kind of not into. Um, you know, obviously we invite you to masturbate because we like to because, well, it was a joke once and it stuck. Um, but no, no, no details, please. And certainly uh, no, no videos. Um, but other than that, I don't think there's a kind of feedback we don't like. Uh, even the ones that say we suck. But well, I think, I, you know, I don't mind if somebody tells me that we suck. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I prefer I, somebody I prefer... tells us they suck, that we suck, why, telling us why, maybe. Okay, that's, thanks for interrupting my, my thought there. <laughs> you pulled the, the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it, also, I don't want to be insulted, right? So don't, it's fine if you have your own opinion, but don't call us names, right? Which we don't really get much yeah. of. But if no, you're gonna say no, you're, you're absolutely maybe. right. If you're gonna say you suck, tell me why, and I will decide if it's something valid or not. So let's say someone says, um, "Any you suck because you use the word like too much." I'm gonna say, "Well, I appreciate that you think that that sucks, but at the end of the day, this is my show, and I'll say whatever the fuck I want." as many times as I want. So listen, don't listen, or appreciate it if you do. And if you don't, no skin off my back. So yeah, I think yeah. but if it's the, something the if it's something I... like sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. The most insulted I've been on a comment, obviously from YouTube, was you know making some terrible comment about just not liking your feet. I'm like, well then change the channel you know like do you really control that you watch at least enough of the episode to judgment on any feet 
and then you know just feel the need to why well like you why can't I... listen without looking at my feet like nobody says it's a yeah, requirement I mean, hell, you can still listen on... without looking at my feet we're on four only two of them are visual it's crazy but i also people are suspect crazy. that i suspect that these people um or the one person that said that um I suspect they're looking to be told off. Like they're looking to get a reaction out of me. Yeah. So I, I just that, don't that have is, one. That is absolutely true. They're like so, teasing. They want um, me to be like, well, fuck you if you don't like my feet. But no, that's not a service I provide for free. So, yeah, okay. So leads me to a question to I was going to ask you. Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you, um, what if, and and I, we went on a, a different tangent, but let me back it up a little bit. What if someone sends you 20 bucks and then they tell you about their masturbatory experience? Hmm. Does that ease? Me. I... Does that ease? The... <laughs> yeah, you. Me. So yeah, Somebody sends you 20 bucks. Somebody tips you 20 bucks and then they go, can I just tell you, can I just tell, they send you 20 bucks and they go, can I just take a moment to tell you um, how much you and any talking about feet, like I like couples talking about feet and, you know, just you and any talking about feet gets me so horny and I've had this kind of orgasm and I did this and I did that and my dick was this big and it throbbed this much and it was blah, 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 blah. Um, would you respond we talk differently? A lot ab- about how there's so much in, in, in social media fetishism, there's so much um, kind of pay to play. It's not my thing, but I respect it. But it's not my thing. I think in the other direction either. Am I going to turn down? T- uh, you just find a different reason you know through through the donate so that we can keep the podcast going get some equipment that kind of thing um if that's what see i don't know that that feels like a paid sexual service and that's not where i am in this community um you know what I I, I don't I don't even think with... I have a cash app to say hey let's do the experiment if you want to tell top all about your masturbatory things it's twenty bucks do it I'm offering this this once but I don't even have a cash app um all right all right let's let's throw it out there let's let's try it and then maybe next week I'll say never never do that again but if you want to cash app any <laughs> cash app any t- <laughs> gives you permission to tell top one. Intro. You masturbating to the podcast. I'll ex- the one week challenge. <laughs> well, and I mean, you, just put I, that in the plane you know, it, it lessens the. I mean, it lessens the the blow, right? Like, um, like I will not be as rude about responding to you as I normally would be. Um, if it comes with some type of, you know, a financial cushion, but at the same time, you, we, this is not a, you're right. It's not a, a business transaction that we agreed on. So the fact that you're going to send money and then tell me whatever the fuck you feel like, or treat me however way you feel like 
that doesn't quite feel right to me either. So I'm going to feel some type of way about it. I think the right way to go about it with any, and just, you know, I know we're going off subject here, but I think the right way to go about it with anyone, say you, you have a, pers- a specific um, foot model or sex worker or whatever that you like, and you want to tell her about how much she, how good she makes you feel and how big your cum load was. I think that you have to ask for permission. You have to say, hey, um, I'd like to tell you about, you know, what you do to my body physically. Um, what is your price for that? What is your fee for that? Is that something that we can talk about? Are you available for sex chat? Are you available for Skype? You know, those kinds of things. But throwing mm-hmm. the tip and then and then just going into town about whatever, um, that doesn't, I know it works well for a lot of people, but it it also doesn't for many others. So um, yeah, I got three I mean, thoughts on that. If you're doing it though, if you're Matt, Finish up. Sorry. Oh, right. Now we have like a whole dead space of like <laughs> seconds because we're being totally polite. <laughs> uh, Just, I don't know where I was going with that. Just go. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So I got three points on this and this, this dovetails and I want to get into. So, perfect. All right. You just um, dropped actually relates to a question we'll get to that one first uh two i did realize that wait i do have a quite quasi sw platform i'm on unfiltered so twenty dollars and put the question in my unfiltered dm there we go um there you go perfect but three and unsolicited comment podcast has a question that has a comment field we do inherently by our nature solicit comments of a certain type we expect them to have something to do with the episode of the show as a whole um but this week and i think for about a week and a half we decided to try to solicit some comments some questions to to really make this a user driven a a listener driven show and the funny thing is when we solicit the comments there's a lot of moments Good ones, and we'll have a show based on this, but a lot of crickets. So weird when you tell somebody to ask you something. All right. So when you're not expecting it at all, that's when the internet is a weird place. So I thought about I thought about posting it as a question on Instagram because typically that's where the people respond the most. I decided not yeah, to well, because I'm... I really wanted to try out the this um app i'm sorry i'm not too familiar with what you used but um it's so, called so it ngl anonymous, stands so that... for not gonna lie and it yeah right so i thought it would be it would be would make people come out of their shell right except that i i do stand strongly by that people are just too lazy to take that extra step of getting yanked into another an outside like website or like they just don't want to click on anything. They're afraid, oh, they're going to steal my information or where is this going to lead me to? I'm going to have to pay to use it or, you know, because we've all been bamboozled that way. Um, mm. So, I, but I was, I just really wanted to give it an honest go. So I did post it. I think I reposted it on my Twitter. I did post the actual link on my, on my Instagram. And I think, you know, I think if we're asking for it, people don't want to give it. 
because it's no yeah. longer naughty. They're no longer. So the, I don't know, there were I just... a few people who took it as the. My absolute favorite was C equal sign equal sign equal sign three. So if you've existed on the internet back into the 90s before there were images, that is the um, old school type for a penis. Somebody drew us a dick. Thank you very much. That's so funny because I just thought it was a typo on your <laughs> No, no, that was somebody. Like, I just thought it was a typo. Like some typo, just characters. I thought it was just characters. No, I no, didn't realize no. until you draw, said. Draw us a picture of a penis. <laughs> but what was the, the question that I thought was almost exact? Ah, here we go. So this was one of the more recent. In one model, okay. you would with. What is your fantasy with that? Ooh. That yeah. was probably towards you. Could be towards either so, of us. I mean, you, you've of model on model, at least for photographic purposes. And for you, you would like to have a, a foot related shoot with, you know, where you could have some playful fun. Let's put it that way, even if it isn't just for sexual gratification. So, I, I definitely am. Um... I'm a big flirt and I think women are absolutely beautiful. I, I don't want to, you know, have sex with them. Um, but I think I, you know, you're right. Uh, creating content together and, you know, teasing the boys and doing all that I think would be phenomenal with so many different um, models that I am just having a really hard time figuring out who really that would hard. be <laughs> you know and then yeah, I've got, like, models who've been on the show with us models who haven't we have some intention um or get together with and models that are just you know out i would say at least now outside of our circle of our league but outside of our circle so uh like jamie daniels uh, she's almost at porn star status so that would be almost fantasy-ish um but taking a step down been a, i think i would love to just you know have some fun with i mean you know just um loom is unique i i think she would be absolutely great i i just you know feet wise i think she's very much in my my wheel type um but the answer is without leaving so many friends so many people in the in the community that we know that if given the opportunity i would absolutely have a little light-hearted foot play with uh do i have a giant fantasy no no i'm not i'm not one to try to to find somebody who's like you know an object in the yeah object because i do feel like that's objectifying somebody i think if i'm going to explain it's going to be with a partner and that's less about somebody who is quote unquote a foot model is that a cop-out answer well <laughs> yeah it is because my next my next question is okay well if you had to bring someone for you and a partner to play with how about that <laughs> i mean 
And then it specifically asks you what your fantasy would be. So I know that's hard because you're in the community. And so how about you pick somebody that's not necessarily in the community that you're not going to be embarrassed to share, you know, that you'd want to fuck their feet or suck their feet or something. It's just, uh, okay. no one really comes. Uh, I'm... Um, I'm going to say Feetsy Cake. And I, I, and I don't, I think she might be Canadian. I'm not entirely sure. But Feetsy Cake has some of the most beautiful feet I have ever seen. Soles, toes, nail beds, and face. She's absolutely gorgeous. And she's creative and has the best photography. She's a self-photographer, so that's even more to admire. Um, I would love to meet her someday and collab with her. Absolutely. Um, and then I think I would just like to basically any one of our guests. <laughs> yeah. I don't I mean... know how to... I mean, geez, there's so many. And what would the fantasy be for me? For me, the fantasy would just be um, having a photo shoot and seeing where that takes us. You know, so nothing in specific or in particular. Um, but yeah. So you're Citra still going to not give somebody us a... I'd like to. Citra is somebody I'd like to like meet in person. At. Um. Oh, gosh, you know, you know what though, I will say? She's got you know, everybody. She is just all over the place with crazy stuff. I don't know. I still think you're, you're that's a cop out. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to wag my finger at you for that. Um, you know who, who I would really, you can, you can whose souls I would really like to lick? Mad Souls Maddie. She has always had my absolute favorite souls ever since I day one since I first started hers are the souls that I've always liked um and I love the fact that even though she's lost quite a bit of weight because you know people usually say that in order for you to have good souls you have to be overweight you have to be a plus size or you know whatever and um she's lost a lot of weight and her souls are still just as pillowy they just feel like there would be I don't know how to explain it. Like they just look like they'd be really soft and they feel like they would be pillowy, like marshmallowy. And I know that's not true, literally. Like they're not going to be as soft as a marshmallow, but that's just, um, they're meaty, you know? So that's, that's, that's the, the those are the, the top two, I guess, that I'm going to say. And there's so many others, but my gosh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm gonna so, take uh, I'm gonna take this opportunity while you're um, laying praise on somebody to we had one that really wasn't a question, it's a comment. You I love your feet and toes feet and and thick and juicy and short. Okay, so it wasn't a nicely worded. <laughs> All right. I don't know, maybe okay, there's thick. But I don't understand the use of the verbiage. I don't understand the use of the word juicy to describe anything. Um, 
for me personally I don't understand that like what do you mean juicy like my feet are not juicy and that's disgusting juicy, so same sort of soft you said pillowy they say juicy now now if we're talking you know pussies or tips of dicks now that can be juicy and that's definitely a turn on when those things are juicy um yeah, i don't like i, think, I mouth, think you're taking it literally the ass I'm gonna say the juicy is. I don't want to think of a juicy ass in a literal sense, you know, not sweat dripping or anything like that. Juicy in terms of an ass, in terms of a foot, is plump, is ripe, like as if you could imagine biting into it would release a bunch of juices. Like like a juicy apple. Like if you bit into a juicy apple. Say peach. Oh, All right, why don't you scroll up and find yourself a favorite question? <laughs> you know what? Scroll We're not going to have time for all of these questions. We're Stop. probably not going to have time for all these Sir. questions. Um, uh, we'll leave all right, you. so let's... Yeah, I'll look for, for, for a question, and, and you look for a question, and we'll be back in a couple seconds to read and answer those questions, I guess. Okay. <laughs> so why don't we uh jump right to a really interesting one <laughs> you're already laughing <laughs> i am because um I, you honestly even though i really just do you like to get fucked painfully hard hmm <laughs> It might be, you know, but then wouldn't the word be pegged? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're still getting fucked. I don't know. Um, No, the answer is no. I do not like to be fucked painfully hard because I don't like pain. Um, I like a little bit of pain, like, you know, some spanking, some hair pulling, a little biting, maybe Um, uh, some rough sex sometimes. Yes, but like Locked, painfully hard not usually no. No. no no i'm not a fan either yeah in, um, in being fucked painfully hard or fucking painfully hard either no i am definitely not interested in any more than i'm interested in being fucked painfully hard yeah well, a little bit of I, doing something in the bedroom sure but not necessarily in the act i'm gonna go no uh, I'm going to say no, um, but, you know, if we're flipping it around, like, do I want to fuck somebody painfully hard? I mean, you know, I do like to punish the subs a bit, so. <laughs> watch, watch out well, for right. any strap on it That's for your <laughs> displeasure. Hey, for the record, I've never used a strap on, so, um, you know, uh, that's not something that my husband would enjoy or want I don't think um but I've never used one like with a sub or anything like that um so anyway all right let's get back to interesting things about us after all even based on questions that we kind of threw away um 
So this person yeah. uh, felt so strong about this idea, they asked it twice in two slightly different wordings. Have you ever heard of or come across the desire to pull off skin from souls and eating it? Spoiler alert, it's a thing. Have you guys ever come across people who are into pulling off and munching on bits of dry foot skin? Because if you did, it means I'm not the only one. Well, listen, so, I know you're not the only one. Is I it pulling or peeling? Do you think they were trying to say peeling? Both times it was pill. So either there's a typo issue or a language issue. Um, pulling, peeling, sloughing might be the word. Well, any pick, pick the verb you want. The, the okay. enjoyment of eating dry foot skin. So I know it exists. I... I'm sure I have come across it a lot more than Top has for obvious reasons. Um, I have, in fact, sold my quote-unquote foot dust. I have sold my foot shavings. And I don't have enough skin to peel off. Uh, So I don't, you know, I've never sold pieces of skin. But I have sold, like... The cuticles, like little pieces that you pick kind of around the nail, little tough spots, things like that. So, My and I experience. have done it three or four different times uh, and not to the same person. Yeah. My so. experience is that I'm always seeing models selling such things, the, the foot shavings from like the petty egg and or probably more sought after when it can be done the um the peel the whole peelings from as we've discussed a couple episodes ago the the right. uh, the foot peels so yes you're not not alone in that fetish uh not a fetish i've partaken in in any way not a fetish i have um annie has uh at least catered to that fetish yeah i've, I've sold my nails too like my toenails so um, I, I didn't ask specifically during that time what they were being used for. Um, I'm, I'm assuming it was for consumption, but it could have been for inhalation. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could be making tea out of it. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Here's I this. mean, come on. We've come, we've had, uh, models on our podcast that have sold bread from inside their shoe, tortillas from inside their shoe, you know, uh, so squished gummies are a thing. I saw that not too long ago, you know, squished gummies in the shoes. Um, things, things that are in contact with the feet that are edible are a real thing for sure. Yeah. So Absolutely. I understand why this person does not want to be alone in this. Um, and I understand why it could bring some shame because a lot of people are going to be like, that's disgusting. And that's, and I hate to say that, and I'm so sorry, but for the most part, that is the reaction that you're going to get, even from the, pe- from the people selling it to you, unfortunately. Um, well, unless you uh, want to be told it's disgusting because that part, that enhances the kink. What, that may be it. I don't know. But I just don't think that'll, I think that there's more people out there than they're actually saying. I don't think a lot of people share that, so... Mm. You know, um, nobody, you are not alone, and we have heard about it. And yes, it's a thing. Okay, here's a simple one: toe jewelry, hot or not? Hot, definitely hot. Whether it be a hot. single toe ring, or I've seen, you know, people with ten plus toe rings on, Oof. um, 
Yeah. To me, that's the equivalent of wearing 10 gold chains. It is a bit gaudy, and I think, but it goes with the sort of aesthetics of the people who can pull it off, you know? So the only time I want to see that if they have this kind of like gypsy, kind of hippie thing going. Um, other than that, I just, for the most part, wearing a toe ring in each toe is not my favorite thing. But, you know, at the end of the day, if it makes you feel just like wearing 20 gold chains is not my thing. Uh, but, you know. Famous people do it all the time. So one or one or a few, one or more toe rings, throw on an ankle bracelet or two. I think foot jewelry is just hot altogether. It is hot. It is hot. For and sure. what I also like about it, you know, whether that person be in the fetish community or not, is just saying, "Hey, I'm sitting here willing to throw some attention to my feet. I'm not ignoring my feet as part of my fashion style." So especially if that person's not necessarily in the community, that's that's kind of a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so hot. We agree. Hot. Right below it, uh, while we're talking about adorning your feet, what do you think of the sexiest shoes and why? Oof. We need to have an episode on shoes. Have we, we had one yet? No, I don't think we've ever really done shoes. Um, no, yes, we did. Did we? No, that's not true. It was nylons, and I was trying on a bunch of different shoes. Remember that? Yes. Not too long ago. Yeah. So, yeah, we've um, had some shoe focus on an episode, but not a shoe did. episode. Not a shoe episode. But I think, you know, let's put that in our notes and we'll discuss that next because this is, I don't have enough time to discuss shoes in this, <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> um, so, Top, what do you think are the sexiest shoes and why? I am going to say, although I'm generally not known as a shoes guy, uh, a Dorsey heel with a low vamp is probably... So the Dorsey heel has that cutout where you arch is exposed, cut out on the side of the shoe. And then mm-hmm. for those people who don't know the terminology of vamp, that means that the front that would normally cover the toes really deep so you can start to see the toe cleavage. So to me, that shoe is teasy enough. It shows off a little. It's not like a sandal where you can see everything. It's still an enclosed pump. But there is a tease of the toe cleavage. There's a tease of the arch. There's, it's giving you a little visual cues. So that's why I think it's the hottest shoe. So it's it's like a peep toe, but with the sides cut out. Not a peep toe. No, it... the, the front is enclosed. But where the front comes up over your toes is just cut pretty deep. So you get the toe cleavage, not the tips of the toes. Oh, not the toes. Okay, I get it now. Okay, I understand. So it's not... it doesn't go over the top of the foot very much it's very short at the tip yeah usually and it kind of shows like... your your okay got it yeah wow i was gonna say flats for you i was gonna say i was gonna i was thinking that you would say that and i also thought you might say chucks <laughs> no not as far as a sexy shoe either of them yeah those those have some some connotation and some memory but you know for sexy shoes the 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 low vamp Dorsey heel is probably the sexiest in my mind. And and is it it's a flat shoe, not a high heel? No, it's still it's still a pump. It's still, oh okay, great. Okay. Okay, great, because that makes it so much better for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um hmm, that is wow. Okay, so sexiest shoes for me uh, I'd have to say are are gonna be a super high stiletto peep toe stiletto 
um, or a mule wedge. Okay. I don't know if that. Again, the mule is, is showing off a lot of arch and heel and, you know, still hiding the toes, but everything else. But I think, I think in the same way, we're both looking at a shoe that has sort of a, a, a teasy thing. It gives you an idea of what you're getting, but it still covers enough that it's a, a big tease. Yes, yes. But the, um, the, the pumps for me, like the high heel for me, that covers, that, that shows just a little bit of toe and covers the rest of the, the foot. Um, for me, it's just really sexy because it's, it's high. The feet are pointed. The toe is a little bit of a tease, or even if it's closed. Um, and I also really like pointy shoes, even if they're flat. I want, I like them to be pointy. So that's the sexiest for me. Anything else is just kind of chill and casual. And even though I get flip flops, people love flip flip flops a lot. Um, I just, I don't think it's sexy. Almost, I don't think almost it's sexy never, because it's it's showing everything, you know. Yeah, it's a good way to know if somebody's got a pretty foot, but the fl- the flip flop just kind of gets erased by your mind. You might as well just be barefoot. The shoe yeah. is not the uh, the attention there. And also, flip flops make your feet dirty and hard. Mm. And yeah. don't do anything to you know raise your arch or anything else. So you inherently look flat footed in them anyway. Right. Yeah. And if you're anything like me, with you know you're heavy with a wide foot, you're just gonna like spills over the sides and just looks very unattractive. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Um huh. oh Jesus. Uh what caused the decline in women wearing ho- hosiery and what and do you believe it is or could make a comeback? Feminism. Feminism? Yes. Is is a are nylons a tool of the oppressor? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, called, they want you to be covered back? up. They want you to be covered up. They want to dictate what you wear. It's in many, many dress codes that are, I don't know. I heard something about a lawsuit being filed over the hosiery thing, uh, being uh, part of the dress code in an office. Um, but I really do think that's what it is. That's. I, I probably won't disagree with you. And I think the... Um, I think I saw the strongest decline right around like the sex in the city era with the, um, uh, the, the women who went to work in the basic black dress, you'd see them come back from work in the city with switching to their sneakers, but they eschewed the nylons entirely. That was, that was the, uh, the corporate uniform in the early two thousands. Um, and it was, yeah, it was making that independent woman, a um, statement for sure. Yeah. I Can mean, it's just that we were, Yes, once bare legs becomes the standard, then hosiery becomes the avant. And I think we're seeing it already. I think okay. we're seeing people who are looking at hosiery as the sort of kinky thing because it's now not the norm. And right. also, exactly. fashion is cyclical. We're, we're stuck in another, I think the 70s have come back for the third time in my lifetime again. So No, right now it's 90s. Oh, but the 90s were a retro of... Of the, the 70s. Right. <laughs> like the 80s were a retro of the 50s. So everything yeah. being cyclical, yeah, they'll come back. Who yeah. knows if they'll come back in wild-colored opaque tights like you in the 90s, or if they'll come back in a simple, they'll come back in some sort of like sexy hiding stockings under things. But we'll see them come back. 
and they they are back in the fetish world for sure. I mean, it's just because, you know, back then, grandmas and mothers and fuddy-duddy fathers would make their young ladies wear them. It was it was forced upon them. So then, you know, we're we're rebelling. So people, women stopped wearing them as a, you know, they took a stand. Um, and now that we don't no longer have to wear them, uh, now we can choose to wear them and people are wearing them again. So for sure. Oh, All right. Do you want to get the next one? Sure. Here's one. And I think the, the next two sort of relate. We'll read them in order. How old were you both when you discovered your foot fetishes? Um, I want to say it was right around the time that I started becoming a foot model. So before then, I, I indulged in the fetish. I indulged my husband. And I, I didn't... Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess it turned me on just because it was like, you know, sexy and he's licking something on my body. Um, but really, my appreciation for feet didn't, for other people's feet, didn't start until um, 2016. And I won't tell you how old I was because, you know, I don't share that. <laughs> no, it was my, my, my 30s. How's that? All right. Well, I got you beat by decades because... Um, mine was practically as young as I can remember. Uh, I think I've told the story on the air when I was in what the first grade age, I believe. Um, and maybe yeah, even earlier than that. Now, can you call it a fetish at that point? No, but an infatuation with that obviously rolled into a fetish. Uh, once I got into my, you know, sexual maturity, certainly. Yeah. I think most men, it starts off, um, very young as something that they kind of like. Um, like I suspect that, um, and this may be a bit too much for people, but I suspect that my, my five-year-old um, will eventually have a tickle fetish because he absolutely loves tickling. So it's not just being tickled. He loves tickling me and his sister. And it's innocent, it's cute, it's adorable because he's little. But once he starts, like you said, going into his sexual maturity, that might turn into a fetish. Just that like people little... have the, uh, the furry fetishes now, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it started with them liking stuffed animals. You know, so. One might think. So yeah. another listener follows up, well, not follows up, but it is good follow-up. When I was a child with a foot fetish, I would become aroused by hearing the word feet and not knowing why. Did anyone else have this or a similar experience? Wow. That's, I, I've never heard that, actually. Just hearing the word feet, I've never heard that. Yeah. That not, association. Not, not that strong association to my mind, but I think you could push it a little bit. And, you know, if somebody is... Um, you know, two people in the office and they're actually literally discussing your, their pedicures or something like that. It's easy to trigger a sort of fantasy or imagination kind of situation. So maybe not literally the word foot, but I would say that, you know, could accidentally be aroused by a little foot related to discussion, even if the discussion was meant to be vanilla. I mean, here's the way that I, because he says, 
I'm assuming he, but when I was a child with a foot fetish, and then and then he says I would become aroused by hearing the word feet and not knowing why. So it can't be a fetish if you don't know. You know what I mean? Like you don't know why. And well, he he obviously wasn't that that young of a child if he's getting aroused, right? Yeah, that's that's one. But two, you know, not knowing why and not not expecting that kind of response, or you know. You know. If it were a, a a a person like a regular uh not a fetish like just something sexual, let's say that a thirteen year old um going through puberty and you know masturbating twenty times a day hears the word tits, right? Could that be something that just immediately arouses him? I, I think so. Like if a girl in class is going, oh, like things like I remember like turning the boy on behind me in class when I would make a reference to my bra, hmm. you know, like I'd be sitting in front of him. He was in the seat behind me and I would say something about my bra bothering me. And like, I'd push the wire around and move the strap and he would, he was kind of a weird kid anyway, but you know, he would um, share that that would turn him on. So could the same thing happen with the word feet? I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah for sure. 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 Yeah. Um, Wow. Um, what is your favorite feet-related scene in media? I thought about this a little bit, and we've done an entire um, couple feet-on-film episodes, I think, and even talk about doing more because it's it's constant. Um, and I recently heard that um, apparently Mad Men and another show that's on Amazon Prime are just rife full of nylon covered feet. Uh, so there's some shows I need to check out on a new podcast, actually. Um, but do I have a favorite? Hmm. The one I've watched recently and just continue to appreciate a lot is in the first Avengers. And it's uh, that would be Scarlett Johansson and she's in black pantyhose. And they do focus a little bit on her feet because she's tied to a chair. And then goes into this elaborate kicking of everyone's ass while still in her just her nylon feet, half the fight still tied to a chair. So there's a lot of cool stuff going on in that scene. So that is one of my favorite at the moment. Um, my mind goes to Charlie's Angels. Lucy Liu is giving a, a shiatsu massage. She's trying to get information or something from a bad guy or something and she's standing on him massaging him and there's like yummy noises and stuff so um obviously it focuses on her feet so that was that i think that's that's pretty sexy and then i hate to be so cliche but fucking selma hayek yeah strip teasing with a with a giant, you know, boa constrictor. I'm not even sure what kind of snake that was. I think yeah, around that's what her I neck. You know, and then putting her her toes in Quinton's mouth, running alcohol down her leg, and he's just lapping it up. I mean, that was just yeah, fucking hot. You, just because she's so damn hot, you know. She's and the, so damn hot. Before that was just really hot. Like she's got a phenomenal body. She's in a skimpy bikini. It's not even a bikini. It's like an outfit, you know, like she's like this goddess outfit. Um, it, It's 
it, yeah, you can't. I hate to be that cliche, but that Which, shit was Quentin Tarantino hot. wrote possibly the most perfect foot fetish scene in a Hollywood film, even if it is a tiny bit cliched, and wrote it in such a way that you just every foot fetish just wants to put themselves in his place in that scene. Here's the thing, though, that scene was so hot that even people who don't have foot fetishes were making comments like, "I'll." fucking lick any liquid off of those feet if I get to be at the feet of Selma Hayek in that yeah. movie. I mean, that, and you it, know. Uh, that, that old concept, you know, drinking champagne from a shoe is is sort of an, a, a very old version of that. There's Ooh. there's always been ideas like that. So I think, you know, QT just put that scene together perfectly because he had the perfect eye to do it and he picked a beautiful actress to be the one doing it people joke they're like yeah that's the ultimate in quentin tarantino writes a a foot fetish scene for selma hayek and of course casts himself in the other place you know like total winning but who else could have written that scene right right mm-hmm. good for him i say good for him absolutely work your ass off work your ass off build a name for yourself in hollywood so you can you know do that kind of stuff without being a fucking predator. You know what I mean? Like, that is the highest paid foot worship five minutes, you know, ever. <laughs> so, um, yeah, some Hayek is the highest paid foot fetish uh, model. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's get some of the, the quick and odd ones. Worst pickup line you've ever heard. Oh, I love bad pickup lines. I collect them. Uh, and I just, I recently delivered one in jest. I love it because it's so terrible. Oh my God, uh, please share it. Uh, you remind me of my coffee table. Oh no, shit. I, now I'm going to bang, uh, fuck it up. All right. You fucked it up. <laughs> I totally fucked it up. <laughs> Let's cut. What was it? Uh, do you want to be my pinky toe? Because I can see you banging, I can see myself banging you on the coffee table over and over. <laughs> that is so bad. <laughs> it is so bad, but I love it because of its absolute cheese factor. Because it's something that you, if the other person doesn't laugh, then there's just no fun. But you know, it does help if you deliver it forward and don't spin it around. I mean, I understand the concept of pickup lines, but. My question is always, has anyone actually ever used this? Like, was this, uh, other than in a comical way? I think in the year 2023, pickup lines are only used in the concept of intentionally delivering bad pickup lines, not used as pickup lines. So I think what pickup lines have done, or people have done to pickup lines nowadays is, they don't give the whole pause so you can come up with something quirky kind of thing. Like they'll say, they'll just, just say it. Like it's just one sentence, one line where they will, where they'll say things like, I don't know, like, damn, look at that ass. I need it on my blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like just right off. It's not as cheesy. There is no pause. There is no, you trying to figure out that riddle. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like, it's one step above catcalling. Yes. Right. Yep. 
Okay. I mean, I've, I, I'm trying to think of pick pickup lines that I've, that I've had. I don't think anyone's actually ever used a cheesy pickup line like that. No. And I don't think I've I mean, ever I've used had one a guy, I mean, I've had a guy probably the most, I don't know, like in the last year or so, um, there's a guy who was like, kind of bugging me at the gas station like he was just kind of looking around and I was like can I help you you know and he was like I'm just checking out your ring and then and I like looked at my hands and I was like what ring you know because I just happened to not be wearing a ring that time and he said something like you know because if I didn't have one he's gonna put one on or something you know what I mean like it was something that, that was like eye rolling that has the that absolutely has the format of a cheesy pickup line yeah but that it was, that was a cheesy pickup line it was and, like, and potentially it was the like, worst either girl, of us like, heard it was like because girl girl like you you know can't be without a ring that's impossible and I was like you're right I am married I've been married for you know 15 years or whatever so um but he was what made me roll my eyes horribly like and I it did it in front of him um he was actually kind of charming and so he just kind of was friendly and ch- chatty and so uh, had I been single and had I been attracted to him that might have worked but um you know he was just and I feel like they come from old guys like I think young guys don't really have those no I don't know we'll have to ask anyone under what what's young under 25 <laughs> Okay. What cheesy pickup lines do you use? <laughs> we could make that the episode question. What's your cheesiest pickup line? Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. So what is the most embarrassing thing you've ever done? Speaking of cheesy pickup lines. Um, that the most embarrassing. Oh, God, who the heck knows? Definitely one of those people that wakes up at two in the morning, remembering something I did really stupid in 1972. Um, I actually wasn't born in 72, but anyway, I'm just one of those people. So, but I'll tell you one that pops to mind. Uh, I was sitting among some people and we're having a little bit of a a debate discussion. And I happened to be sitting on top of a table. And as I sort of decided to leap up to, to make an emphatic point I completely misjudged the fact that this was only a seven foot ceiling room and I was on top of a table and thankfully it was the, the removable acoustic tiles, but I still basically put my head through the ceiling. (laughs) When was this? Was this recent? (laughs) Uh, No, this would have been um, Christ almost 30 years ago. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Still remember it very, very vividly because, you know, of course my point was completely ignored because I destroyed any opportunity I had to make a point by putting my head through the ceiling. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, Beat that one. <laughs> gosh, um, I can. I'm sure I can. I'm, I'm, I'm a klutz. I'm clumsy. So I do a lot of things. Uh the most recent one being, and I can't say this is the most embarrassing, but it was pretty embarrassing. Uh, we went to the river on Labor Day, and this woman was trying to tell me something. It was like a little waterfall thing, you know. It was like a, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking out. What is the thing that the beavers? A dam, a dam. Okay. 
it was like a little dam and it had like some of the stuff had broken off so the water was rushing through so it looked like a little waterfall and people were sliding down and it was beautiful so the kid and I were kind of walking around and there was a woman who had a tiny little baby like I mean like two three months old in the water and I remember thinking to myself that little body is entirely too new to be exposed to this many parasites I was being super judgy mom right and she tried to tell me something but I couldn't hear her over the roll of the water so I just go "Uh uh-huh like I just nodded my head and was like "Uh uh-huh yeah sure because you know She's not obviously she has nothing important to share because she's got this little baby in the water and I don't fucking care what she has to say. Um, Unbeknownst to me, she was trying to tell me that there was a hole in that water. Like we were kind of walking over the water and she was like, be careful. There's a really deep hole in there. So, of course, I didn't listen or pay attention to her. And I step in the hole and I twist and I fall like flat on my like tits and I've got my kids hat and glasses in one hand and I've got him help being held by the you know the other hand and I drag him down with me into the hole upside down ma'am ma'am watch out for the hole uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> but it gets better because I couldn't get him out with the one hand so the terrible mom with the little baby had to help me pull my kid out of the water. <laughs> and my sister rolled over and she like, she grabs him, right? She picks him up and I'm still laying on the floor on my chest, like on my tummy. And my foot stuck in the hole and I refused to lose my, my, my water shoes. So I'm like squeezing it with my toes as I'm trying to get it out but the squeezing of the toes is making me not able to bend the, my foot the way that I need to, to get out so like roll onto this like rock thing <laughs> just like rolling like a flailing whale on top of this rock I, I was thinking sea lion but you know same difference <laughs> and everybody's watching because we're right in the middle of the waterfall and around the edges there's like families just hanging out all right i I would like to point out that you uh definitely (laughs) preface this with this is certainly not the most embarrassing so obviously you do worse stuff all the time but that that one was a fun fun story (laughs) oh my gosh no so uh there are the the few listeners who really wanted to dig deep because here's another one what is your biggest insecurity these people want us to expose ourselves in not not the fun, sexy way either. Um, I know. I just considered myself say, to a whale. And, and I think it's I think it's a generational thing. I think a lot of Gen X feel this. So we even gave it a name. I, I have that what they call the imposter syndrome. So no matter what I'm doing, no matter you know if I'm actually succeeding in it. I always feel like I'm just faking it completely. Like, you know, I'm not actually good at this. I'm just getting lucky. I'm faking it. Any success I have, I'm so easy to write off. Um, So, yeah, that's 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 real security. The the whole imposter syndrome thing. Because no matter matter how great you are at something, you're still kind of like, am I really this great at this? Yeah, that could be hard. That is hard. Um, But I think I would have never guessed that from you just because you are so naturally good at so many things. 
I wouldn't think that would even be close to an issue with you. Someone that's just so good at everything, but just knows everything. That's just crazy. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, my biggest insecurity. Oof. I have many. I have several. Um, are we talking superficial? Are we talking? <laughs> I mean, gosh, Jesus. Uh, uh, I, I, I can't really... I'm going to, I'm just going to go with the easiest and the most like kind of upfront. And I'm going to say my weight probably, but, but only in certain areas. So like I'm, one of my biggest insecurities is my big tummy. I'm going to say, which is why I'm uncomfortable doing like uh full body videos and I'm uncomfortable with nudity and, you know, things like that. Um, uh, and I guess, I guess that's it. I guess that's my biggest one. Although after meeting uh, Joey's Foot Girls and seeing the big, you know, dry crack on my heel, I'm going to say right now, that is my biggest <laughs> insecurity right now. <laughs> oh, God. Because I'm going to tell you, I have been working on that really hard. So um, my feet are actually really pretty soft and smooth and nice right now. So... Um, yeah. Now, I, you know what I want from our listeners since they made us answer this question? I want them to give me theirs. Oh, I can only choose one question for the show question, but, um, you know. Well, feel no. free to message us anywhere you know how to find us. No, um, we'll put, we'll put another NGL out and have them respond that way. Okay. All right. What other embarrassing thing do these people want us to answer? <laughs> well, you know what? As we're getting to the end of our hour here, we have one last question on the sheet, and I think it's the most important. So before we answer that, we'll um, we'll say, you know, we'll put in the NGL, we'll change the NGL question, and we'll put that uh, on the show notes. Uh, and everything else to do with this podcast is always available at ohthosetoes.com. We haven't pimped that in a while, so it's time to, um, you know, ask us. Oh. Spotify allows you to answer a question. I think that our Spotify question will be, "What is your cheesiest pickup line?" Let's just get some of those. We'll, something oh, to laugh I do want at. That. Yeah, I do want that. You know what? There's a question that I didn't answer. It was for me. Have you ever had any? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Let's get to that. And I, the funny thing is, it's specifically written for you. But I think I there's answers for both of us or it's answerable by both of us it is yeah. but since it's for you i will read it to you for okay. any have you ever had any substance placed on your foot say honey or whipped cream and sucked off do you think it's hot or not um yes i've had both honey and whipped cream placed on me um i get a lot of stuff put on my feet because i do indulge people in their customs Sometimes that's food. Um, and my quote unquote videographer is my husband. So sometimes if he's depending on the content I'm making, um, he'll just lick it off. I, I think it starts off kind of funny and kind of silly. But eventually, once most of it is licked off, um, it gets real sexy. So, um, yeah, I've had shit, um, milk, uh, cream. Uh, dulce de leche, caramel, honey, whipped cream, um, bananas, watermelon. 
Okay. So um, gummy bears uh, stuck in my toes. Are apparently the entire dessert plate. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't experimented with nearly as many of those. Uh, whipped cream is fun. Um, I try to just avoid the the really sticky stuff. Um, maybe just because I'm being too nice, but. The few times I've played with it, I have enjoyed it. But I do like your point that, yeah, probably at first it's a little more tickly. It's a little more silly. And then once you're really working on getting the, the it's almost like wipe it real quick and then just get the chance to get in the nooks and crannies and the, the deep set stuff is the hotter part, I think. Yeah. But even just taking a dollop of cream off a toe and just, you know, putting your mouth all the way around it, that can be hot, too. So I, like I said, I'm clumsy um, and, you know, I like to bake. So um, a lot, a lot of frosting falls on my toes. And if my feet are clean or otherwise clean, you know, I will, you know, I'm also flexible. So I lift my foot really high and I'll call the husband and I'll be like, I need your help. And I'll say, I need, I need you to help me clean something up. I spilled. And so he runs, rushes down and he goes to help me. And there I am with frosting on my toe that he happily helps me clean up. <laughs> and so the so. answer to the glistener is from both of us, hot. Hot. Yeah. All right. So now the real last question. Yeah. The only question that matters. Why do you... No, no. We we enjoyed having all your questions. We always enjoy uh, anything with listener feedback. Honestly, we do. Um, So we thought doing an episode entirely based on listener questions would be fun. And it turns out, at least for us, it has been. I mean, you know, some of these questions are, uh, you know, people ask kind of all the time. And a lot of times we've already answered them. Um, but every now and again, it's nice to remind people of, you know, who we are. And Yeah, unlike one of our listeners who recently admitted to doing the entire three and a half year binge in a matter of weeks. <laughs> must have had a, a, a good long vacation and nothing else to do. I don't know. Um, but yeah, for a lot of people who listen to this as it comes out, we may have mentioned this two, three years ago. Always good to, it's not repetitive if you're talking about something that's... Uh, you know, or the the answer could change because I think if you asked me three years ago, I probably wouldn't have given you the same shoe answer. Oh, but. I definitely. If you are li- if you listen to season one and you listen now, it's a lot different, for sure. So the final question uh, before we get off the air here is: Why do you do this podcast? Good question. Thanks to whoever sent that in. Well, Top Toes, my dear friend, why do you do this podcast? (laughs) It's at this point, I think it's an extension of the reason we thought it would be a good idea to do the podcast. When we started, it was we thought it was a good idea to do the podcast because we have these would have these random conversations all the time on our lunch hour and amuse each other and talk about cool fantasy stuff and we thought maybe other people would want to listen to it. Fast forward three and a half years, uh, both of our lives have changed enough that we don't get to have these uh, conversations with each other. And we only do by having the podcast. Um, So for me, it's just a lot of it is just that opportunity to do what we always did and, and keep that alive. And, you know, 
guarantee that we have this hour we spend with each other once a week. Um, but then also to find some other great people, bring them on the show. Um, it's great. I get to meet a lot of people. Maybe I wouldn't have normally met had they not been a guest on the show. Um, right. And I like to think, and people do tend to agree that we are both amusing and entertaining the audience. Um, it's always interesting when people come to look to us as an expert in the subject matter, whether it be because they want us on a podcast or just they have a question that, you know, like, well, let me ask Top Toes and any because they're going to know the answer. Um, and oddly, we usually do. Somebody said I had a PhD in feet the other day. That was pretty cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I do. I do like, um, you know, I, I like educating. But obviously, we try to keep it in a fun way. I'm, if I had to teach a lecture at a college, I'd probably blow my brains out. But I can express the same amount of interesting stuff to people in this format. And it's a lot of fun. It is. And that's kind of where I would... That, that would be my answer as well. Um, why do I do this podcast? Well, first... First and foremost, it is to connect with my friend. I absolutely love Top Toes and I love that we can put up with each other's shit <laughs> and then really love each other and really admire each other and be there for each other. And during this kind of keeps us um, kind of, I hate to use this word, but I don't know what other else word, like kind of obligated. Like it forces us to make time for each other, which I, which I, really um i really appreciate that like, i really like that part of it um i get to fuck around and laugh and have fun with my friend which i fucking love right <laughs> and um you know and then and then of course there is that part um it's really nice to get those messages um, it's almost like affirmation. Like, it's really nice to get those messages where people are like, I was feeling really terrible about this, you know, this fetish, but no, I'm not. Or it makes me feel less alone. It makes me feel less weird. Um, because for the most part, we're pretty normal, like in our everyday lives. You know, um, Top has a nine to five. He's got, you know, relationships, friendships. I've got you know, family and kids and, you know, I do shit like fall down at the river. Um, so it's nice to know that you can kind of live this sort of vanilla life and still not be so vanilla and still be okay. Um, I like some of the feedback. I like learning and exploring all these new topics. Um, it's, it's a really nice journey, I think, that I'm enjoying taking with my friend. So, um Oh my gosh. And you know what, too? How about all that money we make? How about that? Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> we are uh, we are officially uh, hundred heirs. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the hundreds of dollars that we make. <laughs> I don't even think that's plural. <laughs> we can't even afford one plane ticket yet. You know what, though? But when we tried to kind of market it more and turn it more into a business we didn't do so well with each other no we didn't have fun um because that because of that because it wasn't fun then it was a lot of pressure and it was like 
I don't know. It was just, you know, and just like with anything and everything, you know, I've heard there's like this phrase and I know I'm I'm saying it very incorrectly here, but that one phrase that says, find a way to make money off of a hobby and you'll never work a day in your life. life. That's full fucking crock of shit. That is there's, There's a counter phrase that also I will fuck up, but basically says, if you try to turn something you love into a job, you won't love it anymore. Yes, that that's more my that's more where I'm going with this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, trying to turn a hobby into which is why I don't. People are like, why don't you do foot job videos? You'd make a shit ton of money. And people are offering me like hundreds and hundreds of dollars to do it. And it's just not, you know, then it won't be fun for me. I just don't want to turn my sex life into that. So, yeah. Yeah. So. You know, at the end of the day, we do this podcast for ourselves because we're a little bit of attention whores, and I will admit that. Um, but also, um, we are helpful people. We love our community, and we love being a part of our community in this way. So, and there are ten thousand plus, subs- no, twenty thousand plus subscribers. When you start adding up all the uh, platforms, who I guess yeah. agree with us, yeah. So we do it for you guys as well. Um, and yeah, as long as we keep loving doing it, we're going to keep doing it. Um, I'm always so happy that this is a uh, pandemic quarantine begun podcast that has long exceeded that. Where a lot of fail, a lot of others failed. Right. I don't mean that to discourage or dis- disrespect anyone who, you know, found that it only really worked when they were locked down uh, but it does make me happy that it wasn't just a lark for us this is something we love to do mm-hmm. and we're gonna keep doing it and yep. we're glad you keep showing up every week to listen to it um and well if during this time listening to it you found some reason um uh, if I you mean... were masturbating this whole time because just because our voices are sexy not because anything we said was I mean, unless you're yeah, I mean, up, you could back up and listen to that shoe description over and over and over until you get off. That's cool. I mean, that that trapping of the foot in that hole, that, that's fucking sexy as fuck. <laughs> Top toes head through the ceiling. That's sexy as fuck. <laughs> Keep your questions, your comments and everything else coming. And I, we, and- we thank you all. And if you have been masturbating to our voices this whole time, you are welcome. Bye. (laughs)